You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning in the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, and you for caring to be with me than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are using your phones and radio apps towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you for caring to be with me consistently over time. And I am always so prayerful that you are always inspired to go deeper, to reach higher, to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are as a living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme presence that is all there is as existence itself. I know that there are so many ones who have had it up to here, beyond up to here, with all of the violence. It's at many different levels in terms of those who deal with the personal, physical, sexual, verbal abuse within their own homes, those who are grieving and outraged behind the police murders that are now becoming so prevalent because they are recorded. But for our having an understanding and an understanding that this country was founded on the annihilation of our indigenous families, the enslavement and mistreatment, misuse and abuse of our African families and whatnot, that nothing much has changed in the sense that we still have a system that supports our enslavement. And the enslavement may have been transferred from physical shackles upon our physical bodies to shackles upon our minds towards our being in a place and space where as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence, nothing provided us with the support to really mature in the light of the truth of the ones that we truly are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence. And it isn't based upon race. It's based upon being. But to have a people who have instituted systems of oppression that affect absolutely everyone so that we're not realizing that in days of uh, old, the slave master needed much liberation as the slave. And we're in a place now where those who maintain this system of oppression are in need of liberation just as everyone who works in it and works for it and are impacted negatively by it. But liberation is not going to be legislated unless we come to a point in place where we are able to make a collective stand on behalf of that which is absolute law, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. That coming to a mindset where we are able to transcend our conditioning through decades and centuries of violation, to come to a point and place where we will no longer allow ourselves to be torn into divisiveness, that that is a plot that is being issued and orchestrated by ones whose names we may not be able to call, still being in effect. 
We have seen over the recent protests where thousands of people have been able to come together regardless of hue, class, religion, and there was no violence. And where there was violence, that violence was created by those who were paid to create it, the chaos. And with the recent hangings of brothers in California and Texas, to know that we are being instigated and our proper response is not to start violently attacking people, and this has never been our way. But there are those who have been and still are violently attacking. And what we have not realized is that speciesism is the foundation of all of this racism and bigotry and craziness. Speciesism meaning that people feel entitled to participate in the subjugation, the domination, the capitalization, the slaughter, the murder of other creatures, and then feed off of their carcasses as food. And so we have to realize that there is justice and there is peace. And learning that where we have violation charged upon our blood, the violation of violated beings rotting in our body temples, the alcohol, the eggs, the flour products, all of this acidity, mucus, disrupting the perfection of our cellular functioning and then the assault of our cells with the nitrates, the nitrites, the BHA, the BHT, all of these preservatives and antibiotics and pesticide, herbicide, larvicide, all of the residues that are in the meat that you're eating, in the fish that you're consuming. And the impact and the effect of these chemicals in our systems has been to modify our behavior to the degree to which we are unable and unwilling to connect the dots between the sickness, illness, and disease that has become multi-trillion dollar business and it's the evidence of the true pandemic that is manifesting itself as heart disease, as cancer, diabetes, obesity, strokes, lupus, fibromyalgia, all of these other things that are affecting our elders as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, dementia, affecting our children as autism and diabetes and obesity and all of these things, but there are those who are profiting from it. And those ones who are profiting from it, the cattle ranchers, those who raise these animals for human consumption, those who are creating the pesticide residues, the herbicides and all of the chemicals that are sprayed upon the food that goes to feed the animals. You understand? So I'm just saying is that we are in a death culture. And so the whole system has to change. It's not just these people over here. It's the whole system that is perpetuating sickness, illness, and disease is multi-trillion dollar business. 
And so therefore, we have to realize by virtue of absolute law, nothing and no one can truly avoid the justice. So when we begin to realize that the animals deserve justice, because a billion creatures being killed on an annual basis, being killed for food that isn't non-essential for the optimal functioning of our bodies, being killed for game, for sport, for the hell of it, you understand? So I'm just saying is that the justice is the cancer, the diabetes, the heart disease, the strokes, and all of these things because the, there is, we were not designed to feed from the flesh of dead animals. And if anybody had truly knocked and asked and sought to have an understanding as to what makes a people feel entitled to capture you, enslave you, beat you, rape you, castrate you, set you afire, make it sport and game for themselves. To put us in a place where we have been targeted as fair game for those who really don't value themselves those who really have not come to a point and place where they care to understand God's law, God's way, but have stood behind the pulpit, built big churches, talking about God, and then the people become more and more disconnected from the light of the truth of themselves as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And so our now moment really requires us to realize that it's everything is by absolute law. And the fulfillment of absolute law is truly love. And love is beyond an emotional, good feeling, frequency. Love is the order of existence. Love is the evidence of the blue skies and the clouds and the rains that fall and that which evaporates so that we always have source of water in the medium of absolute and supreme intelligence that has intelligently designed everything to exalt its own reality as absolute divinity. And we, as these points of it, are sharing in the divinity of existence itself. So for there be to be ones and ones who feel entitled to be killing, whether you're killing the chickens, the pigs, the cows, the hens, or whether you're killing people, whether you're warring, to understand that you are not able to war against anybody without creating detriment for yourself because there literally is only oneself and there have always been those ones who took the time to get real still took the time to be contemplative and meditative and reflective took the time to question and to ask and to go within the recesses of their, their own temples to commune with God, to seek the voice of God, to really feel and exalt a true care to be literally 
maintained and sustained by the hands of God. And those of us who are there know that the world has the right to be destroyed as a result of being so violating. But the world is not the earth. The earth is not the world. The world is the mental sphere that has been created through the politics, through the governments, through the religions and churches, through the socialization, the cultures and cults of, of uh, adulteration and whatnot so that pornography has become multi-trillion dollar business. Sex trafficking has become multi-trillion dollar business. Pedophilia is the sport of government. I'm just saying is that we're in a place and space where we have to come to a personal decision as to how we will walk in our living because it's not so much success in capitalism that is success in our lives. It is not success in acquisition or success in conquest or success in uh, your speculations, your gambling, your this and that. The other success is in the substance and the quality of our being having created the virtues of character that are consistent with the truth of who we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence, whose presence is absolute and supreme. And to be supremely present, to be in the supremacy of existence itself, means that you have to be harmonized within the love of all to know the real peace. And many may not have considered the reality that the sickness, illness, and disease that is the evidence of the real pandemic that has been perpetuated all of this time, but those ones who have been profiting from it, the meat industry, the dairy industry, the tobacco industry, the sugar industry, the alcohol industry, and whatnot, and, and all of those ones who have invested in those, and then they've invested in the hospitals and the equipment and the detection devices, the diagnostics, they've invested in all of the things that people are having to deal with when they go into these hospitals. So I'm just saying, it's a sick system. And so, who's to blame? Those of us who have gotten our education and we work on behalf of the systems of things so that within the context of detention and jails and whatnot, you're still locking people up, you're denying them the quality of food and water that they deserve in order to really be growing healthier, in light of and in spite of whatever they have been charged with. But we know that by virtue of the 13th Amendment, you say, well, slavery has been abolished except where you have been convicted of a crime. It did not say where you were guilty of a crime. It says where you convicted of a crime. And the prisons and the jails are filled with people who are being poisoned on a day-to-day -day basis by people who are either men, the progenitor of lineages, womb men, the perpetuator of lineages, and are not advocating on behalf of the rightness of life itself. They are not living for life to, to 
themselves. This is a problem. And so where we are now in terms of really trying to offset the system of oppression, the system of racism, the systems of bigotry and whatnot, to really set it straight, then you have to begin to acknowledge the divinity of the beings that we each are. But we cannot be fed like like slaves and beasts and whatnot, and then walk into the integrity of the truth of ourselves. All of those police who feel entitled and have, have gotten away with, so one would think, with the beating and the violating, the raping, the tasing. You understand, these people are sick people, but they're sick because they have been fed the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pussy mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, donuts, coffee, all of this stuff. They are a sick people. And it's a sick people who are making these products and marketing these products and whatnot. So we have to deal with the reality that in order to become a well people, we have to really honor the fact that we were divinely designed and designed divinely to be vehicles and vessels of absolute light, absolute love, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. And for those who don't care to have that as the reality and the substance of their being, then there's no way for them to truly continue in existence because anything less than that which is purely intelligent is not sustainable. Wickedness is not sustainable. The corporate deities of death, the meat, dairy, eggs, chicken, fish, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, soda, candy, and sugar industries are not sustainable. Countries and systems that perpetuate these things and make these things available to their people will not be sustainable. And so there is justice. And the justice that comes from having legislated and perpetuated and sown seeds of sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood, as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity is sickness, illness, disease, and death. But in the realm of eternity, then we have to begin to question how long will we be dead? And why? We want to be respected as intelligent people, and the only thing you're doing is dumbing down, anesthetizing, inebriating, toxifying, stupefying the intelligence that you have. And in creating pain and misery. Surgeries. And then to have poisoned everybody, and then ask people for blood. For those who have become so sick or who have been the victims or uh, of tragic accidents and whatnot, but who's really healthy here? But you want other people's blood and you want other people's organs, you want other people's tissues and whatnot to replace those ones that have been shattered or taken or whatever. But I'm just saying is that look at the stupidity of the whole system of things. And realize that we can do better. We should want to do better. We should strive to do better. And not to just do better, but to be harmonized with the divine intelligence of our being. But when you're dealing with sickness at the level where sickness is, where the real sickness 
is in the perpetuation of depopulation and genocide and creating a farce of disease, pandemic, when there, and we are already in the midst of a pandemic and have been, and you do nothing about that in terms of removing these products from the shelves, closing down those businesses that are the perpetuators of them, but then we're supposed to trust that you really have some real care in your heart and mind for people when you have allowed tobacco and alcohol and sugar and all of these things to devastate families and lives and livers and communities and whatnot to the degree to which they far exceed all of the wars that you have engaged in. And so we have to begin to question, what are you even living for? And why vie for selection and election to government when you have no real clue as to what the purpose in existence actually is? And you're going to be serving the personal objectives and agenda of corporate entities and deities that want more oil and want more this and want more that to the detriment of the earth and the people of the earth. But then you want to be respected as intelligent people. And so I'm the one to realize that when you are under the auspices of those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth, and you feed from them the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, white sugar, and all of this alcohol and tobacco and whatnot, then you really are a detriment to yourself and anything can happen to you. You can attract devastation to you. And so when millions of people are devastated, when billions of people are devastated, then what is the tragic date with faith? How does that play out in the world? More earthquakes and tsunamis and cyclones and tornadoes and hurricanes and flooding. And you understand, I'm just saying is that the frequency and energy of the people themselves has impact and effect on the environment. And where we refuse to accept the oneness of existence and to really exalt a full life's urge and live consciously, caringly, to function in the truth of who we are as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, then anything can happen to you. But those ones who refuse to acknowledge the divinity of existence and you follow everything that people who don't have your well and best interests at heart, they've never had our best interests at heart. How do we know? Because we have so much access to the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, all of this garbage food. We have so much access to it. But then we have to realize that nothing will change if you yourself, as, as the populace of people, do not change. You have to reach for life. You have to go deep within yourself and make a decision that you will no longer participate, be complacent, complicit, or co-conspirating with the agenda that is sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood. We're in a place and space where we have to take ourselves seriously as men and women, the progenitor and the perpetuator of lineages of people, to know that we should not be a detriment to ourselves or our lineages or our children or grandchildren or great-grandchildren. And where you have ones and ones who are implementing vaccinations and whatnot filled with formaldehyde and 
mercury and arsenic for babies and then mothers are and fathers are submitting to this stuff and then you have to deal with the next 20, 30 years, 40 years if they live that long of, of ones who are not able to take care of themselves because they have been poisoned from the beginning. So the day and time in which we're living is pregnant with opportunity. But we have to transcend, transform, and transmute everything towards our greater good. And for those who work on behalf of the death industries, the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, the alcohol, tobacco, the sodas, and whatnot, those who work for them, your sacrifice is needed. Not sacrifice of your lives, but sacrifice of your livelihood in the sense that you cannot continue to work on behalf of that which undermines everybody else and then be all right. And for us to realize that disease states happen because of how we're living, not just by what we're eating, but to be in a place where you're working jobs that are inconsistent and antithetical to the purpose of existence means that you are creating disease. Coming to a point and place where it truly matters to us that we have to be a part of the shift that has to happen. Where we as a global humanity, we as a global family, we will not allow ourselves to be torn apart to any greater extent than we've already been, that we will pull ourselves together, that we will exalt a full effort in our living consciously care to be as loving as the earth and the sun and all of that which is totally encompassing, to really care, to be a healing force for the whole of us. There has been so much blood and so much misery and so much pain and so much grief. And to add to it means that you cannot possibly experience the fullness of the blessedness of your being when you are not functioning in the truth of who you are at this point of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. Our now moment is calling us to rise. Our now moment is calling us to put an end to the death industries, to come to a point and place where we are facilitating on a daily basis our wholeness, our healing, our cleansing from these things so that we have leverage over it and there are no issues that are crystallizing in our tissues that we are not reversing right away. We're in a now moment that requires us to understand that if you are obese, if you have high blood pressure, if you've got cancer, if you've got AIDS, HIV, herpes, whatever, it's only because your body is not being properly fed hydrated, oxygenated, mineralized, alkalized, nor are you opening up all channels of elimination so that the toxicity can get out. So it's time to embrace the responsibility of what it is to be mature people as intelligences of existence. Intelligences do not kill themselves or other parts of themselves. 
when you're really intelligent, you understand that there is one intelligence that animates everything and everybody. It sees through every eye. The animal's justice is a sickness in the people. The justice for those who are murderers, liars, and thieves of the life force, robbing the wealth of the people, is that they shall never live in the fullness of themselves. If we can shift this right now, it's our turn. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, those whose names we can call and those whose names we'll never know, on behalf of all of the injustice that has been issued upon this planet against all, we will no longer participate and will do everything within our power to bring the light of love and salvation and deliverance, liberation, resurrection, as we consciously apply ourselves wholeheartedly to being completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and resurrected. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity and because we are in a now moment of eternity it matters that we are not believing that we're supposed to be dying from something and to come to a place where we realize that the wrong that there is in our now moment is as a result of being improperly oriented upon the planet or not having a proper orientation as to what the purpose in existence actually is. Not being cultivated and nourished and nurtured to the degree to which we could be naturally in the progression of unfoldment as these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal to have a proper context that we did not come up out the earth but we came to the earth through the wombs of our mothers sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers and to realize that in our now moment we have to realize that the purpose of being is to exalt life to live it, to love it, to honor it, respect it, reverence it, treasure it, to come to a point and place where we are respectful of the divinity of existence and the right of all ones to have the right to their lives. But when you have people who undermine themselves and their cells and feed off the flesh and the blood of other beings, their progeny, 
their eggs, take their body fluids and mix it up with all kinds of things and consume that consistently daily over time. We don't realize that the body is divinely designed and designed divinely and we are all breatharian first. We have to breathe. And that which obstructs our breath, the mucus that's created from all of the starches, all of the processed foods, the grains, all the proteins and things that create all of this acidity. So let's get to the root of what the issue is being under a global initiative of depopulation and genocide. And so we can no longer be complacent and complicit with it, co-conspirating with it, to realize that it is not illiterate people who are undermining life, but the educated ones. And everybody has been educated to think that Western culture, European, Caucasian, everything is God. You know what I'm saying? That's why we grew up seeing the pictures of supposedly the white Jesus. And we have come to a point and place where we realize that y'all got it wrong. You understand that we are having to realize that that unbridled anger, frustration, madness, that frequency of energy that feels entitled to be killing things as trophies and whatnot, that that this is part of a, a real problem. It's part of why Africa is suffering because it opened up for the safaris and whatnot, for the poaching, for the killing of the elephants and all of these magnificent creatures. And so we have to realize that you cannot really feed off of death and not create sickness, illness, and disease. And the sickness, illness, and disease is a spiritual sickness, a mental sickness, an emotional sickness that puts us in a place and space where we don't have healthy relationships with one another, each other. You know, it's always about what you can get from somebody, what you can take from somebody. You know, under what we've seen under colonialism, it's it's I'm going to come in and set brother against brother and begin extracting and taking and killing and usurping and establishing this as law. I set the law, but you're not the law. And so we have to realize that there is law and the law really is about love. It is not about conquest and conquering and triumphing over other ones and always being competitive to take from other ones. Might is not right. And so our now moment gives us the opportunity to realize how valuable we each are, how our lives are our greatest gift. And the multiplicity of diversity amongst species and people Humanity is the essence of cosmic conformity. That the intelligence of existence thinks so much of itself that it has created itself as absolutely everything and everyone, and just the unfathomable beauty and essence of it all. And we're disrespecting, dishonoring, disregarding, ignoring 
the phenomenalness of existence. And so we can shift as we realize that the justice is not something that man can truly rule on. Justice like perfection, like karma. It's just an inherent part of existence. But I'm sowing seeds for us to realize how to really circumvent some of the devastation that is scheduled as a result of the disenfranchisement and the violation and annihilation and subjugation, the anesthetization of our indigenous families and our African families and all of the other ones. Nobody has escaped the alcoholism, the tobacco use, the heart attacks, the strokes, the diabetes, the fibromyalgia, the uh, severe constipation, the cancers, and all of this. It affects absolutely everybody. But for it to be something that has been engineered for the purpose of profit, to maintain a condition of sickness, illness, and disease so that you can set yourself up as ones and ones who people go to in order to facilitate their uh, anesthetization of their pain, to put them, uh, put them in a position where they feel better. But you're not offering the healing. And don't accept that there can be real healing. And I'm saying, no, we can heal from everything, but we have to be in a place and space where we care to be healed from the stupidity of following the people who are murderers, bastardizers, capitalists, and to come to a place and space where we can no longer participate in a system that thrives on killing. is bad enough with the racism and the oppression and whatnot, but we have to realize it's not sustainable. So yes, we are right to create our um, protests and outrage and all of that, but that in and of itself isn't sustainable either. So that when it looks, when we're looking for a real effective way of creating change, then it has to come from within. It has to be in a place and space where we care to reverse the disease because we can't think a greater thought as long as we continue to do the same things that we've been doing that has created the illness. And so the spiritual impoverishment that has ones and ones feeling as though they can generate an income and wealth off of poisoning people, oppressing them at the cellular functioning so that we're not able to outthink it. You understand? So it matters that we care to realize that the body is the first environment. And as psychologists, when I was in school, were talking about uh, what are the most impactful 
influences on a person's development, whether it's environment or education or heritage, inheritance, lineage, socialization, socioeconomics, money, and affluence. And when I changed my diet and became strict vegetarian, I realized that we got absolutely no support in knowing how to feed ourselves while we were in college. There were no nutrition courses that were prerequisite, even though it was destined that we would become mothers and fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers, great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers, great-great-great-grandmothers and great-great-great-grandfathers and so on and so forth. And those ones who have gone through nutrition become nutritionists and whatnot and are working in the hospitals and the hospices and other places, other institutions, they are practicing nutrition based upon a sick system that promotes sickness and they are not in the realm where they're healing using what they have. You understand? So now we're having to really transcend, transform, and transmute all of this towards our greater good to the degree to which we understand that our first commitment in life is to that which beats our hearts and breathes us. And to put ourselves or be put in a place where we are to respect a nation or a flag that was built upon the blacks, the blood and the annihilation of our own people is insane. And so being in the world and not of it, being in a place and space where we are exalting a full effort in our living, a full life's urge to come to a point and place where we care to be in harmony with that which is life itself, to be in the harmony of peace because we are really loving. Love is much more than an emotional thing. Love is law. And you can't be in love and be murderers. You can't be in love and be hunters. You can't be in love and love to kill for the hell of it, for the game of it, for the sport of it, so that you can have them uh, stuffed and have their heads and things mounted on your walls. It matters that we care to get this right because you may not get another chance. The time is now. And to just reiterate, we know that there are some of us who are closer to the memory and the realization of just how sick this country is and those who bombed and murdered and were government I'm just saying it's just the truth I'm not making stuff up but we can't continue in this way 
can be all right, because we're not all right already. I'll be 40 just a bit. And so we have to realize that there's absolute law that governs life, absolute law that governs existence. And this country was not built upon it. The world's governments are not built upon it. Those nations that decided to go into Africa, colonize the, the place, to be able to set brother against brother and begin extracting, enslaving, enticing. That there is still absolute law that governs life and the absolute law is justice and there is an inherent perfection that is at work. And that truth crushed to the ground will rise and it is our time to rise in it, but we cannot do it based upon nation, based upon color and creed. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care, to truly circumvent the devastation that is coming as a result of the violation of Mother Earth, Mother Nature, and all of her creatures. And see, this is an issue when you have people who are so blind, deaf, and dumb that they don't see that being murderers is creating a tragic date with fate. That in establishing a country on the violation of the ones who are already here and having built it upon the enslavement of other ones and then you're in denial that you have something that is already yours when you took it. That we have to realize that the whole system, the whole government of America is criminality in motion. And the fact that we deny the humanity of everybody through a system of capitalization where food is murderous feeding off the carcasses of dead animals, dead pigs, and dead chickens, and dead everything. I'm just saying is that we have to realize that as as living beings, we cannot be maintained and sustained in death. As a result of the seeds that have been sown in sickness, illness, disease, and death in a food industry that depends upon the violation of Mother Earth, the creatures of the Earth, then understand that the justice is truly in the death of the people. And this is why we're seeing the sickness, the illness, the disease, the pandemic that is already in motion. The coronavirus is is a game of manipulation to further the purposes of that which was genocide in the first place. But all people are impacted and affected by this. The generations of those who were the slave masters, the rapists, the violators, those ones who took pleasure in seeing the life drain out of other ones, understand that that is not God. But it's predicated because the blood has been defiled with the rot of pigs, the rot of cows, the decay and the decomposition, the proliferation of organisms and parasites, 
flooding the bloodstream, poisoning the mind, and then by the time you douse the bloodstream with alcoholic beverages, tobacco, sugar, and all of the pastries, the paste, the flour products that create so much mucus in the system, a system that is animated by breath. And so we're having to realize that you've got to stop the killing if you will live. Stop the exploitation of Mother Earth, her creatures, and feeding off of it if you will live. The politics of capitalism built on and established in oppression, suppression, degradation, violation, inebriation, intoxication, and all of that puts us in a place and space where nobody wins. And whatever militarism, imprisonment, then understand that where you are participating with the violation of billions of creatures, killing them for for sport, for game, for food when it is not necessary, then understand that it will not end well. And so we're being called to choose life. We're being called to have an understanding and an understanding that as beings, as intelligences of existence, man or wound man, Race, creed, color doesn't really matter. You still have duty obligation in the perpetuation of life itself. And so the question we have to ask ourselves is what are we living for? What do we really want? And what is our legacy? And so because we are socialized to be relatively mindless and thoughtless, To be in a place in space where our primary objective is in the pursuit and acquisition of things and the satiation of whatever desires, lusts, and passions we have that we have literally been relegated to functioning so far below par that we have not really even given true consideration To the reality that we are immersed in nothing but the divinity of existence itself. And these people have us in a place where we are practicing further divisiveness through the social distancing, the wearing of masks. When our bodies were already filled with the rot of pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and alcohol and tobacco and sugar and all of these viruses and bacteria that are already permeating the tissues of the body. And it didn't stop people from doing anything. So there was no contagion from it. And for those who were truly abusive with themselves in the spread of sexually transmitted infections or whatever, but still nothing in the air like that, we have to realize that The pandemic that already is in effect is the ignorance of the reality that there is absolute law and that has put us in a place and space where being out of alignment with the truth of ourselves 
means that there's nothing that we can do that makes sense until we consciously care to walk in the light of the truth of the ones that we each are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence because there are no other objectives or agendas or philosophies of thought that are greater than the absolute truth. And we were told to know the truth, and the truth would set us free. Free from what? Free from all of the despair and the degradation, the violation, the incarceration, the annihilation, the subjugation, the bastardization, all of this intoxication, inebriation, and all of this stuff that creates all of these other issues. We've been socialized to be in a place where we prefer to be out of alignment with ourselves, with the divinity of existence, which is why they could close the churches down and then leave the liquor stores open. Because we have accepted that we have the right to be wrong. We have the free will to be out of order. We can do whatever the hell we want to do and damn anything and anybody that gets in the way of it. But then there are consequences. And so our feeling entitled to be in the business of subjugating, dominating, and murdering and slaughtering other beings and then feeding their body parts to people as fast food that creates the disconnect between the truth of the being, the divinity of the being, the light the love, the high ethic and morality, the virtues, high ethic. And so we end up with what we have now is a nation at war with itself, being torn apart from the inside out. And that there are those who are under the delusion that they have some profit from it. The profit in the beef, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the sugar, the tobacco industries that enslaved. So many ones robbing the life force of everyone who indulges. So I'm just saying is that The integrity of who we are is these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. We have to reach for ourselves. We have to consciously care to be reinstated. Otherwise, we're on a cataclysmic ride with demise. It's not going to end well. Why? Because you're in a place and space where you refuse to be right. And so for it to be... an arduous task for murderers to be brought to charge just because they wear badges is a problem. But every time a woman prepares food for her children and she's feeding them the flesh of dead animals, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, the salami, the bologna, all of this stuff, then we're having to take responsibility that we're setting ourselves up and setting our children up for failure because there's no way that we can truly see the best of ourselves when we are being poisoned. And just because people don't die right away does not mean that their systems are not being poisoned. And so in 
a full effort to really transcend, transform, and transmute everything towards our greater good, it has to matter to us that we will no longer participate, be complacent, complicit, and co-conspirating with our own cellular oppression, and to realize that the justice that the animals are issuing forward in the cancer, the diabetes, the heart disease, and all of these issues that are oppressing us at the cellular level and creating terror and fear from the surgeries, being on pharmaceuticals for the rest of your life. 